Hello and welcome to another episode of the So Leadership Podcast. If it's your first time that you are joining us, I want to welcome you um, to this podcast and to our leadership community. We're really passionate about um, growing a generation of leaders, not just a small group, not just a small team, but a generation of leaders that are equipped to serve God faithfully and effectively in all that we do. Now, depending on what time you're listening to this podcast, perhaps the current circumstances have changed. Maybe you're listening to this podcast a few months or even a few years after it's recorded. But right now we're in the midst of a devastating and confusing time. We're in the midst of the the coronavirus pandemic, and that poses a lot of challenges for us personally, for our families, for our friends, but also for us as leaders. And so this month, we're going to do something a little bit different. We were planning to do a series or a topic on how to welcome people better, how to better engage with newcomers in our ministries, but I thought it'd be helpful to put that on hold for a little bit and do a two-part series on leading through uncertainty or leading through crisis, as you might like to think of it. And so what we're going to do this week, this episode is going to be part one of Leading Through Uncertainty, and we're going to look at two of the five topics that we're unpacking. And then next week, yes, next week, which is the first week of May, we're going to have the second installment. We're going to have the second part of this topic, the second part of this series in of Leading Through Uncertainty. And I hope and trust that this will be something that's helpful. It certainly has been helpful for me as I've begun thinking and preparing it over the past few weeks. And as I've read about how other leaders are leading through uncertainty, I hope I'm able to convey some of those thoughts really well to you in the next two episodes, and it'll be really helpful and encouraging. And so let's dive straight into the content. Over the next two podcast episodes, what we're going to be unpacking is five aspects or five things we can be doing better to lead better through a series or a time of uncertainty. And the five aspects are this. Firstly, we need to be growing in Christ dependence. Secondly, we need to be ensuring that we care well for the people that we lead. Third, we've got to make sure we communicate effectively Fourth, we've got to grow in creativity as we lead through a different and new set of circumstances. And lastly, we're going to be looking at leading with courage. So Christ dependence, care, communication, creativity, and courage. So for those of you who like alliteration, there's five C's that we're going to unpack over the next two episodes. And so today, we're going to unpack the first two, Christ dependence and care. And then next week, in the second part, we're going to be unpacking communication, creativity, and courage. So let's dive straight into the first topic or the first element here, Christ dependence. Now, if you've listened to the first few episodes, you know that a lot of the things we talk about is very practical. How do you lead meetings well? How can you support people well? How do you delegate effectively? And they're all helpful things. But I think in this current circumstance, the number one thing that's important for us, particularly as Christian leaders, is that we need to see our need 
for Christ. We need to see how much we need to grow in our dependence on Him. Now, if you're a leader and you've been leading for any amount of time, you'd know that depending on Christ, depending on the Lord as we lead, is something that is relevant in any circumstance. It's relevant through the highs of life, the highs of ministry, the highs of leadership, and it's also relevant through the lows. And perhaps we could say that for the most part, maybe we do do that. Maybe we say, yep, I, I do lean on Christ and I do depend on Him. And if that's you, that's that's awesome. That's great to hear. But I know for me, and I know for probably many of you as well, when we find ourselves in the midst of a storm in life, or when we find ourselves in a situation where our leadership is being challenged because we're in a season of uncertainty and we don't know what our future really holds and look like, looks like, often running to Jesus, depending on Christ, is not our first response. Why might that be? Why is it that as Christian leaders, in times of uncertainty, we often forget or at least we neglect to grow and lean on Christ all the more. I want to suggest that it's because of our sinfulness. See, in our sinfulness, our hearts are so easily drawn towards panic and fear than peace and faith. I'll say that again. In our sinfulness, our hearts are so easily drawn towards panic and fear than peace and faith. I love what Craig Rochelle talks about. He's a pastor in the US. And if you've hung around me for any amount of time, you know that I listen to a lot of his stuff and have been influenced a lot by his leadership and his pastoral ministry. A few weeks ago in a sermon at his church regarding the COVID situation, he was preaching on anxiety and fear. And he said that in crisis, many of us are really actually grieving a sense of a loss of control. In fact, he says, in actual fact, we're really grieving a loss of a feeling as though we were in control. Many of us think that we're in control of life, we're in control of the things that we do, but in a crisis situation, we realize that we're actually not in control. And that often leads to anxiety, panic, and fear, which is what we mentioned just earlier, that our hearts are drawn towards panic and fear. And this is true for individuals. It's true for anyone potentially in this current circumstance, but it's especially true for us as leaders. Think about all those great plans you had for your campus this year, the events you were going to run, the sermon series that you were going to unpack together, the road trips that you had planned for the middle of the year. Gone. Out the window. I know some of you had big plans for your campus in 2020, and you had great hopes for what you wanted to see happen. I know for me personally, I did too. To be honest with you, I'm not above anyone listening to this right now. Even though I'm speaking and and sharing, I'm still learning as well as I go. I too feel that strain of panic and fear as many of you do. We're no longer in control and we can quite clearly see that. And it's an anxious time for many of us as leaders. But as Christians, it's something we need to fight against. It's something that we cannot be content in. We, we need to see and recognize and then strive to grow all the more in our dependence on Christ. Now, what does that exactly look like? 
Well, I mean, many different people are going to say many different things. Different people are going to have different insights and perspectives and thoughts, and they're all helpful, many of them. And I encourage you to check them out. But today, I just want to pose two questions for us to reflect on. Just two questions. And they're not earth-shattering questions. They're simple questions. Questions that are almost too simple to be put in a podcast, but questions that are so simple, simple, sorry, I should say, that we often don't think about it. And the two questions are these. I'm going to state them and then unpack them a little bit. The first question is this. Deep down, do you believe you can do what you're doing without God's direct help? Question two, does the way you lead and conduct yourself reflect your answer to the first question? Two questions. Let's unpack the first one. If you're really being honest with yourself, do you believe that you can do what you're doing right now without God's direct hand on it? See, on the surface, many of us will say, you know what, probably not. I know that I can't do it in my own strength, and I know that I should answer this question a certain way. But when we're really honest with ourselves and we really examine the depths of our heart, how do we answer that question? Can we honestly say that my REAP group, my REAP group meeting is is going to be mediocre and not that great unless God chooses to use that particular REAP group meeting? Or how many of us can, can say that, you know, doing this online weekly meeting thing, yeah, I realize that I can't do it unless God actually works in it. How many of us have perhaps said something like online weekly meetings will be just as effective if only we just transfer what we've always done into an online sphere. We don't really need God to do something special or miraculous in that space. I can't tell you how many times I personally have gone through seasons where I thought I was depending on Christ for the things I was doing, but eventually I realized I was actually doing the complete opposite. I was relying on myself because I'd run meetings before. I didn't need to rely on God to run those meetings. I'd run events before. I'd led teams before. I'd been on missions before. So if God didn't show up, if God didn't do his thing, I'd be okay because I knew what I was doing, or so I thought. Deep down, do you believe that you can do what you're doing without God's direct help, without his direct intervention. I want to challenge you to really reflect on that and really reflect on where is your heart right now? What is the posture of your heart? Do you truly believe and sense your need and, and your need for Jesus, your need for him to work? Or is it perhaps the case for you as it has been for me many a time where you've maybe been leading out of your own strength, out of your own experience, or out of the things that you know rather than actually depending on Christ. And secondly then, does the things you do actually demonstrate that need? You know, so many of us can say that we are being Christ-dependent, we're depending on the Lord, but are we actually praying intently for our ministry? and the things that are happening right now? Are we regularly coming before him and laying our requests at his feet and asking him to help, asking him to work? 
perhaps for you, some of you can say that, yeah, I truly am depending on Christ and I truly am reflecting that in the way I lead, in the way I lead my teams and my ministry that I've been been trusted with for, for this year. And if that's you, that's great. But if not, I want to challenge you to start here. Start by coming before God, by, by dropping the, you know, 16, 20 inches, whatever it is, from, from standing on your feet in your own strength and dropping to your knees and praying and surrendering to God. Leading through uncertain and difficult times is tough. And yet so often because of our sinfulness, we're not driven to God as we ought to. And so today I want to challenge you with those two questions. I want to challenge you to seek God all the more, to really depend on Him and to see your need to grow on independence of, on Him. That's the most important thing that we can do when we are leading through uncertain and tough times. So that's the first element. We want to be growing in our dependence on the Lord and not leading on our, leaning on our own strength and not leading through our own strength. And so in times of uncertainty, we want to make sure we're constantly examining our hearts and growing in our dependence on Him. Secondly, the second thing we want to reflect on and think about as we lead through uncertainty is care. There's no fancy word for it. I thought of trying to come up with a fancy phrase for it, but there's nothing that will really do it justice. Care, to me, I think is something that we often recognize as important, but it's so easily missed, particularly in uncertain and difficult times. So hear me out here, you know, in many times, in times of crisis, often for, for us as leaders, and this is myself included, we were so easily caught up in the organizational structure or structural things. We're trying to figure out how do we transfer a weekly meeting from in-person to an online platform? What kind of technological changes do we need to make? What kind of accounts do we need to purchase? What products or investments that we need to make so that we can transfer ministry from in-person to online for the various events and functions that we run. Or we need to be thinking about the rules and the policies that need to be in place when we're dealing with serious allegations involving difficult members in our communities. So often these, these big structural things consume our minds and they sit at the front of our minds. And in the midst of that, it's so easy to forget that we also ought to be caring for the people directly affected by this crisis. We ought to be caring deeply and genuinely for the people that we lead. In our last episode, we looked at care and Delaney did a fantastic job at unpacking how we can care for our people better. And one of the things we mentioned there was that ministry really is about caring for people. It's about leading people. God has entrusted us a flock, a, a people group, as it were, to lead. And so in times of crisis, we need to be leading them. We need to be caring for them. See, as leaders, if you've been around church for any amount of time, you'll know that one of the metaphors often used for leaders is, is being a shepherd. We're called to shepherd those that we lead with Christ being the ultimate shepherd, the good shepherd, which we've actually unpacked in one of our online sermon series here at So Recently. And then us as Christian leaders are called to be little, little S 
shepherds, as it were, to care for those in our care. Now, here's the the challenge that a crisis poses. So often, so much is going on in the heat of the situation. I've mentioned the, the structural and organizational changes And in particular, in huge situations like right now in the coronavirus or COVID-19 situation, the pandemic, we're often thinking about our families, our churches, our friends. And on top of that, we also have to recognize that there is a personal toll that a crisis like this takes on us personally. We're not immune to that just because we're leaders. We too have fears, fears for what's ahead. We've got personal struggles, anxiety, etc., And so in the midst of all that, it's easy to miss the fact that we need to be shepherding those that we lead. The fear and anxiety you're feeling, they're probably feeling that too. The loneliness maybe you feel when you're wrestling with day in, day out, chances are the people you lead feel that too. But further still, crises like these can affect different people differently. And so we can't assume that just because maybe we're okay or we're handling it well, that those we lead are doing the same. I know in this current time, I've spoken to a number of different people and some people have said that they're really enjoying the extra time at home. They've picked up new hobbies. They're enjoying more family time. They're studying more consistently, believe that or not. They're spending more time reading God's word, reading Christian books, watching sermons online. And so for them, this shutdown, this pandemic has perhaps not affected them as much as it might have to other people. But on the other side, there are those who aren't doing so well. People who are wrestling with deep fears and feelings of loneliness and rejection due to their inability to spend time with the people that they usually would. People have really tough family lives in some circumstances. And now they're forced to be at home 24 hours a day, seven days a week. People, some have lost motivation to study. They don't want to study. The routine and everything has gone out of whack and not just the study, but even reading God's word and listening to sermons, those things have just fallen by the wayside. See, crisis and and, and uncertain times affect different people differently. And as leaders, We need to be sensitive to that. We need to be thinking about the people that we lead and not just thinking organizationally or structurally, but thinking personally, thinking about how they're going. We need to be proactive in reaching out, caring and shepherding the people we lead. You know, I was was listening to the radio the other day. Um, I was traveling to work, so it was essential travel only, I promise. Um, and the lady on the radio, she, she made this really interesting point and, and it kind of struck me at the time and stuck with me ever since. I can't remember the, the, the exact wording that she said, but in essence, she made the point that we also shouldn't forget that people who had struggles before this pandemic situation are probably still struggling with those same struggles with those same fears, with those same hurts. In fact, chances are it's probably been supersized because of this shutdown, because of this pandemic. See, in the past month or two, everything has kind of become about the coronavirus. The news is all about that. Every time I turn the news on, that's the first thing that comes up. And sometimes we can forget that those that member in our, in our REAP group, 
that was really wrestling with serious doubts about God's goodness and his love before the pandemic, we can forget that they're probably still wrestling with the same things now, if not on a greater scale. That person in, in your discussion group who'd recently confessed that they'd been relapsed into addictions of all kinds, they're, they're probably still in that and going further into that because they're so alone and wrestling with other things that have come up because of the crisis. That younger member whose family was experiencing a lot of fighting or tension, or that friend of yours that was struggling with a relational breakdown, that leader who expressed that they were tired and worn out, people who had struggles before this shutdown, don't just lose them automatically because the rest of the world is shut down. It's so easy for us to be caught up in the tornado of the current crisis as leaders and the things that go with it, both personal and organizational, that we forget that the people we lead need to be shepherded, that we still have a calling to shepherd the people that we lead. And so as we come towards a close, I want to challenge you on this regard. I want to challenge you on this point. Who is it that perhaps you need to think about and be more intentional with in caring for right now? Maybe it's a REAP group member that you haven't seen in a while, a student leader in your leadership team. Perhaps it's not even someone that you lead. Maybe you want to extend that to a friend or even someone who leads you. But I want to challenge you to identify, maybe identify five people, particularly five people that you lead, whether it be a member in your ministry or another leader, five people that you can touch base with in the next week or two. And I want you to identify, I want to challenge you to identify how you can support them. Not just as a one-off thing, but perhaps in some kind of ongoing capacity. Maybe it might be about organizing a Zoom catch-up where you sit down together and have a virtual coffee and you chat about life. Maybe it's about making a little care package for them and sending it to their house or dropping it off at the front of their house so that they know that they're being remembered and they're being cared for. Maybe it's just a message that you just want to check in and say, hey, how are you going? How are you going with that thing that you mentioned before? I'm sure you guys can be creative and think about different ways to love the people that you lead. The key here is genuine, empathetic, loving, and personal care. These things ought to be a critical aspect of our leadership in times of uncertainty. Friends, I want to challenge you to be part of a generation of leaders that are committed to not just leading organizationally or leading structurally, but to people that are committed to shepherding our people through both the highs and lows of life. And so in summary, those are the two aspects I want you to think about and reflect on in your own time. Firstly, Christ's dependence. Where do you stand? Are you truly depending on the Lord as you lead or perhaps have you fallen into a posture in a position where you're leaning on your own strength? And does your actions reflect your dependence on Christ? And then secondly, how can you care for a few people better over the next week or two? How can you love them and shepherd them well as leaders ought to for their members? Friends, it's, it's not easy leading through crisis. But these two things I hope and I trust will be important pillars, pillars, I should say, in our leadership as we seek to lead through an uncertain time such as this. So there are two elements, Christ dependence 
and care for our members. Next week, we're going to unpack three more C's. Communication. How can we communicate better? Why is that important? Creativity. Why do we need to be creative and how can we do that better? And then courage. How do we lead with courage through times of uncertainty? As I've said before, these are difficult times. And if you're feeling the strain, you're not alone. Chances are the leaders around you feel the same way. Your members feel the same way. And so I want to challenge you to come before God, to grow in dependence on Him, and then to step out and to care and shepherd your people better. Shepherd the people that God's entrusted into your care for this year or for this semester, what have you. And I want to challenge you to be part of that generation that's committed to depending on the Lord and caring for His people, even in the midst of crisis. And in doing so, we believe that we will be able to serve God effectively, even through the uncertain and difficult times such as these. And our hope and our prayer is that as we seek to grow in the Lord, as we seek to care for our people better, we will be faithful and effective leaders in this time of uncertainty. So that brings us to the end of our first the first part of this series, if you like, Leading Through Uncertainty. And I want to challenge you to come back next week, to tune in next week for the remaining three elements as we think about how we can grow and lead better through times of uncertainty and be part of that generation of leaders that are being equipped to serve God faithfully and effectively in all that we do.